the Attuned to You podcast. I am Ash Marshall Adele, spiritual teacher and mentor, healer, intuitive, medium, empath, Reiki master and teacher, light worker, meditation facilitator, meditative artist, crystal therapist, master's degree teacher, and author of the book, Lightbound, A Healer's Journey Through Trauma, CPTSD, and Anxiety. The Attuned to You podcast is where we delve into the intersection of energy, matter, and the infinite possibilities of you. And here we connect, learn, and grow through stories, skills, and tools that help you turn more deeply into yourself for developing more ease, clarity, capability, and insight. Becoming conscious is simply a deeper awareness of yourself and of the flow of your life, energy, rhythms, and cycles within all contexts and situations to include their relationship with yourself and others. Learning yourself is supremely beneficial and also a challenging undertaking, for it involves all that you are, good, bad, neutral, ugly, beautiful, helpful, and unhelpful. For instance, knowing when you have the best energy to get things done and when you need to slow down or simply take a break, even a mini break, rather than continuing to push forward is helpful, aiding the mind and body to function better. I learned that drinking enough water each day and taking time to just allow my body and mind to calm, even if for only a few minutes several times a day, are both incredibly helpful practices for me. Each person has a natural rhythm, an ebb and flow of energy, which is affected by so many things. The seasons, the time of day, what you eat, how much and how often you do things such as exercise, your relationships, and so much else. Allowing a bit more ease really does help in a lot of ways. Figuring out what ease means takes a bit of time and willingness to try out new or different things. When I first decided to heal myself, it wasn't with ease and definitely involved a lot of new and very different things. I had decided to heal for my daughter because I was a fear-driven mother and had unhealthy beliefs about myself and the whole world. I had had therapy on and off over the years, yet always felt stuck, stressed, overwhelmed, and suffered terrible anxiety and even panic attacks at times, as well as some depression. Plus, my physical health was really quite challenging, a lot of times. It seemed I got sick if someone sneezed 50 feet away. I had migraines, TMJs, stenosis and scoliosis polycystic ovarian syndrome, horrid allergies, vertigo, sometimes severe, and situational asthma. I've had many surgeries and suffered a lot of pain, sometimes acute. Many times throughout the years, I lost consciousness due to the myriad issues that challenged my body again and again. Truly, I felt my body simply hated me, and I wasn't overly fond of it either. Don't get me wrong, I had a lot of joy. Being a mom was in itself incredible. However, I knew I wasn't healthy in so many ways, so I decided to do therapy because I wanted to be a great mom and wife and person, more content, happier. I found an excellent counselor, truly gifted. We did talk therapy and energy psychology, and I joined a trauma group that she ran. Learning what things triggered me which at that time were a lot, and learning not to react outwardly and then inwardly took a lot of time and happened in many stages. 
It's still something I'm learning in your ways and in different situations. My counselor and mentor helped me to uncover myself, who I truly was below my limiting and unhealthy beliefs, traumas, coping mechanisms, and all of the shame, fear, hate, guilt, obligation, and rage that I had been turning inward upon myself. She held me accountable, modeled excellent boundaries, taught me healthy coping mechanisms and behaviors, and helped me to learn to healthy release all the pain and suffering through the years she worked with me. I learned how to meditate, how to get in touch with myself, and how to understand the myriad dynamics at play. My spiritual journey began through the study of the metaphysical, the subtle energy that runs through and around us, the conscious connection to my own subtle cues, and always learning as I traveled ever deeper into myself, energy, matter, quantum physics, and all that is. In the beginning, I knew nothing about metaphysical. I grew up in Christianity and Western medicine. The most alternative treatment that I had ever tried was chiropractic and acupuncture. In the beginning, I was both intensely resistant as well as drawn to the metaphysical. Crystals were the first metaphysical items that I bought and used. I was and still am very much in love with them. And I also signed up for Reiki classes. Truly, I had no idea what to expect, but it felt right. I was completely sure about Reiki. And Reiki was instrumental in both healing and spiritual growth. Then came herbs and plants and essential oils, the long game of healing. Crystals, Reiki, and plant medicine played major roles throughout my healing journey, helped me to release the mental, emotional, and physical pain and suffering that I carried in my body for so very long. With each cycle through healing, I gained more clarity and capability, the development of my intuition. I was unprepared, to say the least, for the physical part of my journey, and also incredibly overwhelmed at times by all that went on both within and without. I was also a doubter and a questioner. I was still a questioner. I was a prove-it-to-me type of person. I love science and logic and repeatability and reliability of results. However, the journey through healing cycles isn't the same every time, and engineering concepts definitely do not apply. I discovered that different issues require different things to help me to release and to heal. In my Master Reiki class, a classmate who was giving me a session said to me at the end that I wouldn't heal completely until I learned to love myself. I didn't really understand what that meant because I didn't know at that time just how much self-hatred, shame, rage, resentment, bitterness, guilt, and so much else that I carried within me. Reiki as a spiritual practice was very much about self-healing for me and by combining it with therapy and other energy practices, I made huge strides. Although I was and am a spiritual person, I am not a religious person. My relationship to and understanding of spirituality and religion was all wrapped up with a lot of terrible things to include rage, resentment, and fear. So I permanently walked away from religion and never went back. But, even though I had walked away, I still carry the beliefs within me both consciously and subconsciously. Those beliefs took a lot to unearth, recognize, acknowledge, untangle, and heal, which included a lot of forgiving, like the whole world, men, patriarchy, family, government, religion, culture, 
politics and myself. Learning myself took a lot of effort, a lot of failing and learning from mistakes and a lot of overturning of unhealthy beliefs as I released all the toxic emotional chemicals that I'd stored in my body for decades. It was supremely difficult, especially in the beginning, for I was a researcher when I didn't know something or understand something. I turned outward to find answers rather than inward, when what I was truly trying to understand was myself. I worked with shamans and read about other religions, spiritual practices, physics, geometry, biology, anatomy, physiology, psychology, and so much else. I read so many books, watched documentaries, and yet what I truly needed to learn was myself and how to allow, to surrender, to sit with the pain of my unresolved feelings while I worked through them and the beliefs with which they were entangled. When you have a lot of trauma and pain, sitting with it can feel as if you're going to fly apart. The physical discomfort and the mental hamster wheels required a lot of walks. When my thoughts and emotions churned and threatened to overwhelm, I counted on my walks. Bushes, trees, lampposts, bird nests, sounds, smells, tastes, sensations. Just to help the racing thoughts calm down. It really did help me. Movement was very beneficial. I also found that meditation was great, but only after a lot of feeling at it. I discovered that what helped me most was music and chakra dance, which is a moving meditation and my absolute favorite. Starting out, I tried lots of different ways of meditating to include counting the breath with a goal of 10 breaths without thoughts. That took a while. Eventually, I made it to 10 minutes and then longer. With meditating, I discovered my subconscious communicated with me through images, colors, and symbols. Dreams, archetypes, and symbols featured heavily in my journey. Everything is an archetype and has a meaning. Researching the meaning helped me to understand and understanding my own internal communications, body signals, and learning to move more in flow with the journey rather than fighting myself aided me so much. Far more than trying to force my journey to conform to me and what I wanted to happen. It took years to learn that one, and I still struggle with it at times. Truly releasing control and letting my healing unfold as I was ready and in alignment, mind, body, and spirit changed my life, as did the therapy, the spiritual mentoring, and getting to know my motivations, drives, desires, intentions, beliefs, feelings, body cues, and how I work best and don't work best. As I said in the last podcast, we are all built to survive, but in order to thrive, we have to choose. I decided to choose myself and to heal into health, mind, body, and spirit. I still do therapy sometimes, but I no longer suffer and have the pain as I once did. I have grown in strength, capability, capacity, resiliency, self-love, and so much more. I have learned to have healthy boundaries and to keep growing myself by continuing to learn and become more in alignment with myself, to speak and express myself, and to develop myself. For instance, I began writing poetry during lockdown, and never before would I have considered such a thing. My writing was dry, dry analyses. 
I also began creating from true self-expression, drawings, watercolor and acrylic paintings, crystal dream catchers, and clay and polymer objects. I began to show up more and more in my own life in healthier and more thriving ways. I learned to have deep forgiveness, compassion, gratitude, peace, contentment, and blissful joy. Even though life is still supremely challenging sometimes and can overwhelm, I have learned that no matter what else happens, ultimately, I will be okay. Each person is a spiritual journey, learning new things and connecting that learning to the self to support growth, new perspectives, and deeper understanding is the journey. All that we embody as our true selves below limiting beliefs brings a wealth of experience that contributes to the self and ultimately to our legacies and to all that is, for we are all deeply interconnected and we are both individuals and part of the whole. Tuning in and attuning to the self is truly the way towards self-fulfillment, purpose, and connection. Being you, all that you are, and all that you can become. Thank you for joining me on today's Attuned to You podcast. If you would like to learn more about me and what I do, you can check out my website. The link is in the description.